Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Evening, everyone. Welcome along to the Monday Night Rangers Rabble phone-in. My name's Brian, and tonight I am joined by a stellar guest list tonight. Mark, how are you doing? I'm all good in the hood, mate. How's yourself? Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad. Wolf, how are you? Fine, Brian. Thank you. Good journey up yesterday? Mm, yesterday? What day was yesterday? Sunday? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. Sorry, I've lost all track of days. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> And Robert, welcome back. How are you? How have you been? I no bad. Um, listen, jump with a bit to get back on uh, Monday night. It's a four and four match as well, which I love. So I'm really forward to it. And uh, as you see, the dream teams on the night, so it's, it should be a good night. Yeah, absolutely. And welcome everybody in the chat. Uh, so we'll dive straight into it, guys. Uh, Rangers one, Aberdeen nil. Um, Wolf wasn't exactly. A performance to remember, but it was three points on the board and, you know, a win's a win, wasn't it? I mean, it was pretty meh, wasn't it? With a goal scorer, it would have been about six or seven, to be perfectly honest. Um, and we didn't play very well. That's how, that's how bad Aberdeen I mean, they caught us a couple of times on the break in the first half, which is what they were always going to do. Um, but yes, it was, if, if you could show somebody an end of season game, show them that because that was an end of season game it really doesn't mean a lot um, just the object of the exercise was win the game we won the game it was a fantastic goal that won us the game and we move on to Sunday yeah yeah I mean Mark it was what it, it's just a it was a typical sort of performance where it's a game that really had no meaning and you could feel it in the sort of at the stadium as well there wasn't much Going, you know, it wasn't much sort of chanting and you know singing and getting going. I mean, the be- the loudest was just before kickoff, wasn't it? Yeah, as a just a dead rubber. That's that's the best way to describe it. I think that um, I know I know we're trying to try to discuss the game, but there really wasn't anything to discuss. It was um, flat, um, no much really to talk about. The only the only positive you can take out it's a few boys get some minutes under them belt. That's about it, really. To say pedestrian. Looked, looked to what it was. Um, end of season. Nobody really, nobody really fighting. No, no fire in their belly. Just uh, through the motions, I think. 
Yeah, Robert, that's the sort of feeling I got. It was just another, it was just a game where a lot of the players are, I think it's one of the first sort of matches I've watched where you can actually see that it's, they're just wanting the season to end, aren't they? And it's just a case of get games out, out of the way and, you know, a lot of them are leaving. So, that, you know, there's a there's a, a definite sort of apathy. There was a definite apathy in the stadium, you know, players and fans, wasn't there? I think it's like what you say, like we just, everybody does just want the season to end. And I know any 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 Rangers supporter doesn't really hear that these games are, they don't mean anything, that there's no pressure there and every game should mean something to play for Rangers and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But I think, as you say, we just want the season done now. It's been a really disappointing campaign and um, started with, with promise um, we thought we'd do really well this year and we've just not lived up to it um, I think it's difficult when you when you watch the match that especially first half Wolf mentions there Goldson and Davies showed so much promise in the first set of nine ten games they were together and I thought they looked really just, just odd yesterday in the first half um, I know Davies was off injured and probably might not make the weekend if you listen to what Michael Bill said after the match so it's, it's a good chance for John Suter to maybe play the the remainder of the games. Um, but we Yelmaz looked okay. Just, I think, picking up Scott, Scott Wright when he came on, I was, I don't, know, I don't want to keep the guy, but I just thought, where's that been for the last maybe 18 months? Maybe it's because he was against Aberdeen or something. Do you know what I mean? I thought he, he, he looked all right. Um, but no, it's, um, you take the three points and you sort of move on. I think that the biggest thing from the day was the other result in the game before. So there was no party party next week in our manner. So uh, that was a big thing for me. Whatever happened at our place was just a, a formality, really. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Um, so, folks, like and subscribe uh, the YouTube, Twitter and Facebook, if you could. Also, the Patreon uh, link description is below. Uh, a few quid, couple of quid a month, depending on how, how generous you're feeling or what you want to watch. There's lots of content. There's match, match reactions. There's getting to know you. There's the EPL show, the women's show. There's lots of, you know, new shows coming on. So, you know, the Legends series as well. So get involved if you really want. It's it's worth it. It's worth the, the couple of quid a month. So, um, Wolf, a couple of performances and players we'll speak about. Um, I think the big one, obviously, was after the manager's a. Uh, comments about Mr. Morelos, you know, saying, you know, that, that basically he's going to be leaving and it's the first, well, I think it's one of the first sort of times that a manager's called out his player like that, isn't it? You know, it doesn't happen very often. Well, it's the first time he's actually come out and said he's going, he's always said there's negotiations, there's this, there's that. It's the first time I actually can remember the manager saying he's going. Um, I was a bit, when I saw the team it was more or less what I thought it would be. Um, but I was somewhere else on the bench. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I was a wee bit pissed off because I didn't really want to see him after last after last week. Um, I didn't really want to see him again. And I knew he'd bring him on. And the longer it stayed at the nil, I knew he'd bring him on because that was just what was going to happen. Um, he's, he's, the only, he's the only striker we've got because... You know, Cholak, Cholak's injured. I don't know why he's injured. I don't know what the injury is, but he's injured. And obviously you can't throw throw the young lads into into games like that. So again, that's down to that's down to the recruitment. Same same thing happened this time last year. We didn't have a striker because we went, went to a European final without without a striker because they were all they were injured. So I mean, for all for all my else is the only kid we've got, and I expect them to play next Sunday because it's them. 
But personally, I wouldn't be. I'd be, I'd be surprised he played me for to hear the manager come out and say that when he came on, it changed, but not in a good way. That's that's damning. I mean, that's a, that's a damning indictment of the guy. Um, I mean, he's 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 up. I mean, Michael Beale's one hundred percent right. It, it, he brought nothing to the team when he came on. Brought absolutely nothing to the team. He'd have been as he'd have been as well, just persevering, persevering with what he had. I mean, Sakala up front is not the answer, but at least he puts the effort in. The work rate's there, you know. I mean, Morelos checked out a long time ago. I think for me, I think Morelos is comfortable because he's he's come from a very poor background. He's made his money. He's done everything he can do here. He, he was loved here for long enough. I mean, there's there's better players than him. Chucked it in the last year at Rangers. You know what I mean? And I just think he's I just think he's down tools. And he needs to move for the good of him and his career. And for the good of us, he really needs to move on. It's just it's it's poor from our recruitment department that we don't have another another striker other than a youth player. There should be somebody in between. And I know that's difficult. But I mean, and because Cho actually I don't think it's the answer for the way that we play. So we need we need somebody else. I mean, I mean, for, I know we'll talk, we'll touch on Sunday later, but I mean, for for Sunday, as I say, I wouldn't be surprised if Morelos starts. But we but would be be as well throw, you know, one of the B team players. You know, I mean, just to see see what happens, or do we go with, or do we go with Sakala again? Or as Robert said, Scott Wright looked to, looked apart on Sunday. I don't like Scott Wright particularly. I just think he runs about a bit. Is he worth putting on to run at their, to run at their centre backs, particularly with McCarter Vickers not being there? You know what I mean? Because that that other guy doesn't seem particularly particularly clever from what I heard about him yesterday. But I don't know. That's all for later on. But no, Morelos was he was an embarrassment to himself, to be perfectly honest. And he let he let everybody down. I mean, his teammates must be looking at it going, "Hold on, we don't want to blame him." You know, I mean, they said earlier in the season, "Look, the thing you need to ask in the dressing room is, do you want to play with him? Do you want to have him in your team?" And the players, the man, all said, "Yes, yes, yes." About everybody, surely. The, Pitching the training, body, do you want him on your team? They'll all say no. You would think, because he's a liability for me, and I love I love Morelos. What he's done for us, we'll we'll remember him a lot fonder once he's gone. You know, I mean, if you remember Brian Lydrup's last year, he stayed a year too long. He did nothing in his last year before he went to Chelsea. Whatever we start, I love Brian Lydrup because Brian Lydrup's Brian Lydrup. We'll remember Morelos for the goals he had. You know, but as I saw on Twitter earlier on, is is um, somebody highlighted the fact that his wife had put all his personal accolades on her Instagram, and somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, so I can't name check him, highlighted it and said, "That's fine, but personal accolades are second at this club. It's winning trophies, and he's not won enough trophies, and that's that's a hundred percent right." Yep, nail on the head. I mean, I was quite pleased that Michael Beale came out and said that because I think it's been a long time coming. Um, it's been. 18 months, I would say, since he's last sort of been, you know, decent with that in, in the league, certainly. Uh, maybe last year's European run, he was decent. He was really good up until he got injured. But the phone lines are open, 01416287237. And if you want to chat, whatever you, you, you call, you, you raise the topic and we'll discuss it. So give us a call. Don't be shy. Um, we're all... We're all Rangers fans at the end of the day, so get in touch and give us a call. So, Mark, do you think he'll play again, Mark Morelos? You know, do you, do you really see a few, you know that these last four games? Do you see him featuring at all? It's a tricky one. Um, I think that Bill 
pretty much come out and said what everybody's been thinking for the last season, maybe even more than the last season. Um, after that, is there any way back? And we know how huffy it can be anyway. So, I mean, is there any way back from a coming? He can I give us give us his all for the last couple of games? Um, I don't think so. Um, I might be I might be proven wrong. Our only problem is at the moment we do not have a striker. So, um, I mean, for me, Sakala's not not centre forward. He's not striker. He's a wide guy. Or he's he's maybe can play off a striker, but for me, he's not he's not an out and out striker. So that puts us into a kind of sticky wicket because we're going into an old fun game. Which, for years, this is probably the an, an old firm game that's meant the least for God knows how long I can remember. So it's going to be a, quite a strange, strange old firm. But we're going into it with no striker, um, and I just, I just hope that we don't, we don't make a a rip roaring James Hunt of it, uh, because I think there's potential there. Um. So I mean, I'm I'm probably more apprehensive about this one than I have been when I than I was the last uh, the last one in the cup there. But Bill's just as I said, Bill's just done exactly what everybody was thinking. Um, and I don't think there's a way back for him. I really don't. Robert, is it fun? Is it? Is it? Well, I think it's blatantly apparent now that majority of the fans have simply had enough of him and. I think Michael Beal saying it sort of cemented what you know the Rangers fans have been feeling for quite a long time. Uh, I'm just surprised it's taken Michael Beal so long. I mean, for me, he was I, I was done with him after that performance at Hibs when he came on as a sub and got sent off and cost us two points. You know, we we would have won that game if we had ten, but when we went down to nine, it was you know it was always asking for a goal. And um, so from that moment on, I was pretty much done with Morelos. And yeah, but I mean. <laughs> It's a really difficult one, as Mark says. We've not got a striker fit. There's only him. We're going in at an old firm game. It's pretty much the scenario you would hate, but we're in it. So do you think he'll start? But the question you've got to ask is, are Michael Beale's comments going to motivate Alfredo Morelos when he sat in the house tonight thinking about the game on Sunday? I don't think so. So the answer is you can't risk him because he'll be a liability. Um I take a wee bit of umbrage with what Will said and blaming, you know, it's that's on the recruitment team. I don't agree with that because I think when you've got two, uh, maybe three strikers, we'll count Sakala in, in the pot. Um, obviously, you're not planning on them all being injured. You're only going to get one spot for one anyway. Then the, one of the younger lads needs to be ready. So I think the, 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 the academy needs to take some responsibility because this this boy Lovelace came with so much promise. Um, uh, through the, the season, we've heard a lot about um, Robbie Ewer. Um, there's got to be a point where they can come in, whether it's just to play on the bench or to, to, to play against. Um, in these games where there's, there's not a lot at stake, I know it's an old firm game, but I, I totally agree with what Mark says. It's got to be the, the most meaningless one I've ever witnessed in my 37 years on the planet because there's nothing in it for us. And uh, but they, the only thing that's going to probably motivate Celtic supporters is, like Mark says, accumulation. They'll enjoy that. Um, and that could be on the cards, by the way. It really could. Um, you wouldn't rule it out. I think the last old firm game uh, I went in, we, we, we went in there. I was it's probably the, the worst I felt in a long time in terms of no, no confidence at all. Usually I, I, I have a wee moment of doubt, but I was dreading it, absolutely dreading it. So this one's going to be just as bad. Um, but I do think that 
the club. I don't think it's um sorry, somebody saying shouting, that's just my talking voice, Aldo, sorry. Um just uh I, I don't think it's the recruitment because you don't really bank on uh you know players getting injured. It's such a special when you've only got one berth. If you do go out and get bring another one, let's just say we had another striker and he's only playing what five, six, seven games a season, is he really gonna be one fit and fired and, and too hungry to, to, to turn up and, and do the job? So yeah. but to answer your question. I don't think you can play Van Ellis again. No, I really don't. And I, I really, I kind of fear what reception he'll get on the, the final day when he's doing his lap on it. Because as Wolf says, he seems to be more motivated for Alfredo Morelos than just for the the the, the crest on his on his breast. So it's it's really disappointing. I thought I thought as well he was probably going to go last summer, and that's why he, he maybe got that operation and tried to get himself a move in, in the summer there. But he's certainly in, in no doubt a, a, a point to get injured now because he's obviously knows he's moving um, coming into the, the season. So. It's a shame, really, because at his peak, he was really, really good, and he was the striker we needed at the time. They were crying out for a cult hero. In comes this wee boy for Colombia. He's exotic. He's 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 lively. He gets stuck in. He's, he started off playing with a smile on his face. It was a breath of fresh air. And in Europe, uh, especially under Gerard in the Europa League, he was an absolute monster at times, wasn't he? So hold your, yeah, hold your thought, Robert. We've got Colin on the line. Colin, nice to speak to you again. How are you? How you doing, boys? All right. Yeah, not bad. What's what's on the mind tonight? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say, great point, guys. I love listening. To it. It's magic. I just love I love listening to all the names of talks. Brilliant. But uh, I was laughing with a big man there that uh, that uh, the honestly, Celtic fans for man, <laughs> I'm just sad to say, I think bastards, man, as well. But my point, my point is, is uh, like, I've been watching football long enough to know, you know, injuries happen, you know, and then watching Ben Davis go off at the weekend, Tillman's how uh, <laughs> he ends up. He's a talk earlier on there about we got a striker and Joe Hatches out. And I just, you know, I've been wondering where Craig Flanagan is right now. I don't remember us having anywhere near these kind of injuries with Craig Flanagan was doing the sports uh, science stuff in the background. And 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 inside of that, it's a change. Ah, uh, this new guy Jack Aid or whatever his, his name is. Or oh, do, do you just hang? You, I mean, see Tillman getting an injury after doing a warm up and stretching and, and all the stuff you do before a game. And then, no, I know anything can happen, but is it a case of they're, they're just not looking after themselves or something? Because I just can't understand. You know, and it's always been the case with Rangers at crucial times. You know, we're always about big players doing. And all season, we've, 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 all our big players have been doing. We've been had horrendous injuries. Just wanted to know what you, your comments were on that, guys, because I just think it's. I just don't know what has it said. The players are not only looking after themselves, all the backroom staff are only looking after them. I mean, it's quite bizarre. Yeah. I mean, guys, what's. Anyone got any. any opinion on this, I mean, it's, you know, it's Colin's making good points, you know, all of a sudden we're all dropping like flies, is it the training, is it the physio, what's what's going on? Brian, I've, I've said it before on here, um, there's a couple as is, is, um, these things happen, four or five, it's maybe just bad luck, but when you go over that, it's, something's definitely not, something doesn't smell right, that's all I'm saying, Um it's just bizarre. It's really, really bizarre. Um, I think the wee guy's still there that, that uh, Colin was talking about. I'm sure he's still there. I still see him 
still see him a bit. I just think he's uh, not got as prominent a role, I don't think. Um, but, yeah, it's bizarre. Very, very strange. Um, I think that that whole side of the side of the, the, the club needs desperately looked at. And, and I dare say that will all be part of this new new shuffle that, that they've been they've been doing over the last kind of three or four weeks. So I dare say something something's going to give there. Um, I don't know whether they'll maybe do it publicly, but I dare say that uh, something needs to give because I, I'm, I'm 100% sure. See, if us as fans are, are thinking this, surely to God, your sports scientists and your... I mean, even Bill must be thinking to himself, what is happening at this club? Because, uh, as I said, that's not just bad luck. That's there's something. I'm not saying there's something sinister. No, I'm just saying it's it's definitely definitely something. Does it smell? Does it smell rosy in the garden? Yeah. I mean, Colin, is that, is that your sort of thoughts? I mean, are you particularly like laying the blame at either the training or the the medical? You know, is where where where's your thoughts on it? Well, as I said there, guys, obviously I don't know. I'm, I'm not a professional. I'm not a physiotherapist or a sports scientist. I'm just a guy like yourselves who's watched football long enough to, to know that, you know, at the end of the day, injuries happen. But, I mean, it's either, I mean, I, I was just making a blank point there, a Tillman going off at Parkhead. I mean, so the guy's done a warm-up. He's, he's done his stretches. He's done all the stuff you're supposed to do. Now, I... I, I you know, go to the gym and you'd stretch and all that. And I've never halfway through a gym session had to go home, you know what I mean? Because I did the stretch properly or something, do you know what I mean? So they're just like, it's either they're not looking after themselves properly. Uh, or, as I said, I'm just Craig Flanagan. I, I just don't remember any injuries this bad when Craig Flanagan was, uh, was the guy. So it, it must be a combination of the both for them. Just to understand it. Just to understand it. And it obviously affects what. Or performances, you know, and as I said, and, you know, other teams getting made better than what they are because we kind of put a full force team out. Colin, Colin, I've had to get him halfway yeah. through a sandwich before. <laughs> <laughs> like it, mate, I like it. I mean, Colin, that's that's a you know, it's a valid point. It's it's definitely a an area of the club where we're either lacking in training or something. So, yeah. But thanks for your call, Colin. Much appreciated. No bother, guys. Cheers. Thanks again for letting me on. Appreciate that. Not a problem. See you later. Yeah, Robert. Thanks, I mean, mate. it's a it's a it's a funny one. You know, this injuries training. But I mean, for me, I think it's something to do with the the old manager training with Gerard. We were so well trained and drilled, and then all of a sudden, the rumours were coming out about Geo's training. I think it's. I I just don't think the players can play at the intensity that Beal wants, and this is all the injuries. I don't know what you think, Brian Martin. Did you just take a big, massive swig of a two-liter bottle of juice while somebody was on the phone? I was thirsty. Sorry. Right. Verbal warning. <laughs> um, no, so to, to, to answer your uh, your question, I think we'll see how a, a full preseason helps the. The team um, in terms of physicality and, and, and hopefully eradicating some of these these injuries. Sometimes I think just be more difficult. Maybe they're, they're, they're too like honed machine wise. Do you know what I mean? Like they maybe do too much, um, so they are more susceptible to injuries. So that, I don't know if that makes sense to everybody. It doesn't mind. Um, uh, so I, I think it'll just be a, a pre-season. And this is what just to link into again <clears throat> comes from before. I think this is why I'm a bit shocked that we're no. There's no any announcements in terms of players being signed yet because I think we need to start doing a business really soon so that these guys are ready for this pre-season because you don't want them coming in 
halfway through or towards the end of it, and then they're not up to speed, and all of a sudden you're sort of chasing your tail again. We need to be really ready for this next season. Like this, Michael Beale will know himself that this can't happen again, and the in the manner it's happened as well, it's just been no acceptable. Yeah, totally agree. Um, so going on to the player performances at the weekend, Wolf. Um, we were all we've been crying out for. A changing goalkeeper, certainly for a long time. It finally happened yesterday. Young McCrory started. Before yesterday, he had played twice, kept two clean sheets, once in Europe and once in an old firm. He hasn't seen a first-team game since the old firm that day. Excuse me. He was, he was, there was a couple of times where, you know, there was a one-on-one -on -one and, you know, he made a few crucial saves. And I, I thought he looked very, very accomplished and like he'd been there a long time. He's probably due a test. He's been at the club so long, to be perfectly honest. But uh, I mean, 100% clean sheet record after that. Well, while your internet's gone, John's on the line. John, how are you doing? Hi, how are you doing? Not bad yourself? I was just thinking, uh, not bad, yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, on the point of injuries, we, we've had them ever since Archie Knox has been at the club. We always had a, bit of, a lot of crisis with injuries. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's a, a, a sort of modern thing. Do you think this has been a, an ongoing thing, as in a historical thing? For, you know, not a new a long, thing. long time, yeah. I just think we're an unlucky team. I know it's, it, you think they must be more at that, but I'm beginning to think it's just unlucky. I remember I used to go to football, I used to say to my dad, it's a bit like a hotel, you know, you'd Ian Ferguson would be at this weekend, <laughs> Charlie Miller would be coming back in just to see if he was going out, you know, something like that. Uh, see, 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 uh, so, uh, John, John, see if, you're, see if you're winning trophies and you're winning games of football, you don't, it doesn't get spoke about, all right, there's sympathy for guys who were injured, but see if you're winning games of football, you don't, it doesn't get spoke about, it's when you're, no winning games of football, uh, and you're, you're obviously struggling for form, then it gets highlighted. So I think it's just a, a mixture of the two. At the minute, obviously, we're down on our luck in terms of results and performances, uh, and then these injuries sort of feed into that. So um, I get what you're saying. Absolutely, we have been very unlucky in the years. Um, but I get, I get yeah, fans of any club would say they've been unlucky with, with injuries they've had as well. So it's just one of the things I think you need to... As we said before, get a good preseason under their belt and then start winning games of football and get a bit of rhythm in their play and, and, and beat the confidence. And I think players will, will maybe not be, be niggly ones when they're winning games of football because they want to play next week. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we do see it's just unbelievable. I don't think any other club in the world gets injuries we do over a period. I mean, John, it's, it's funny how last season we played, I think, more games than you know anybody. You know, I think we played as many as was it Man City played near enough the same as us, but I think we played the most games over this uh, one season and we played two games back to back going to extra time in both games and the players sailed through that. So, you know, it's it's just weird how we went from being able to do that to suddenly, you know, dropping like flies, isn't it? Mm hmm Yeah. I I was just thinking for Saturday, I think possibly two each, but I had a wee feeling that it was it's going to be Cantwell's day on Saturday. I've just got a feeling he's had a few games against him to get used to them, but on Saturday it's going to be his day at home. 
Do you would you play Morelos again? Um, probably not. I've chewed up a wee bit better uh, yesterday, maybe. But um, I'll tell you half and half about Morelos. I would always like him, but you obviously he's just you know he's he's gone totally now. You know, uh, Sakala would probably be my striker. Absolutely. Get so ready to choose from that angel, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's just not been great. So, anyway, John, thanks for that call. Much appreciated. We'll hope, hopefully hear you from you again soon. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, well, it's yeah. I mean, you know, this Morelos one's not going to go away until he actually leaves. You know, and it's 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 just going to drag on and drag on. Of course, as the, as you said, and another guy said, you know, with no nobody else. And that makes it even more awkward that you know we've got nobody else to play, doesn't it? Well, I think it, it's a chance for the manager to show how ruthless he is and can be because he's going to have to be ruthless, and he's just going to have to come out and say, "Look, can't trust him. Not going to play him. It means we need to go with a slightly different formation without a number nine up front, unless he throws in one of the kids, which I don't think he'll do. I personally don't think." that the young team are ready for a game like that yet. And that's not particularly the fault of the academy or the coaching staff. I think it's the fault of the system because, you know, I mean, people are always comparing it to, you know, if I can do it, all the Dutch teams can do it and we can do it. But their B team higher level, I mean, the Dutch B teams play in the second division in Holland. The German B teams play in the third division, five levels down. I mean, that's big, big difference between every Saturday against with the greatest of respect to them, postmen, postmen, plumbers and office workers to playing against full-time international professional football players. There's a huge, huge difference in that. The game, never mind the ability. So to ask you young guys to go from playing a guy that that does it, that does it in his part-time against the afternoon to playing against international football players who are full-time professionals in front of 50,000 folk, that's a massive, massive jump. And I know they're, they're cautious in an academy and they play all these games. That's why I pulled out of the result that that was good of, of a better ability. But we're still, again, just playing again. You know what I mean? It's that's why I don't think you can throw in one of the young guys. I mean, you saw we scored five goals in the youth youth cup. But the boys had good performances. But Hold that thought, guys. Craig is on the line. Craig, how are you doing? Hi guys, first time caller. I've listened to you guys on YouTube for a few weeks, and uh, I was just listening on the nights of. Um, Obviously, they all thought they bank holiday and what have you, but mm-hmm. I, it was just about the injuries you were talking about, and I was saying to the guy there, I'm not sure who it was that left when Gerard left, if he was a sports scientist or physio, but if memory serves me, he went to Leicester, I might be getting that completely completely mixed up, but um, I don't know if it's been touched on before I started listening, but it's, it's since then, and like one of the guys said earlier, you know, Geo... I remember Scotty Arfield was saying in the summer it was like the, the most different pre-season he ever had. It was just ball work, ball work, ball work. And, you know, we were saying Sean Dice and Gerrard had them running, running, running. It was like, now we get the balls out, you know, and it was very like Walter Smith. It's like, no, you fitness up and then we do the ball work. Um, so, 
agree with what you know, the guy was saying earlier on there. It's like when you're, you're playing well, the injuries don't matter. And I think, I, I don't really like to name names, but I think there's about a, a three or four maybe in the squad that are a wee bit sort of, I don't know if mentally scarred is the right word, but it's like when you pick up an injury, it's like, no, no, no. It's like rather than try to get back as quickly as you can, you probably know who I'm alluding to, but it's like, no, I'll just sit at home at the end of the season. And we've never seen these guys in three or four months and one of them's out of contract. So hopefully hopefully Michael Beale can get the right players like Gerard did in 2018 and, and, and get the right sort of core of the, the, the... I think the backbone's really important and someone, like you sort of mentioned, a really good pre-season and fitness rather than that ball work that Gio and, you know, Mackay and everybody did last year, I think is really important this summer. Yeah, I mean, Robert, it's, you know, I think it was Mark Waller was the doctor, wasn't Dr. Mark Waller? He went to Leicester. So, yeah, I mean, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Robert, it's, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to add two and two, come up with four, but you're, you know, you're you're guessing a lot at the time. You're making, you know, you're, you're saying that the one physio left, another came in that's changed. Managers have come in, changed. You, you're, you're. We're always guessing, aren't we? We don't really know. Well, listen, it's hard enough trying to, like, as a, as you know, a layman, just watching the telly, watching the games in the house, or going to the games to understand, like, inside the tactics and stuff. Now, mind medicine, medicine's really intricate. Do you know what I'm saying? So, um, I think Craig makes some great points. Really good call. I, I think he makes a, a great point in terms of how important it is to get the backbone right uh, for next season. And yeah, looking at that team and thinking, like. Who stays? Who goes? What shape are we gonna have next season? I still think Michael Beale hasn't delivered on a style of play that he promised, uh, and I think he's now thinking like, what am I gonna do next season? Am I gonna play maybe Cavanier and, and Yilmaz higher up and play three at the back, or you just don't really know what how we're gonna look coming to start of the next the next campaign. So hopefully it is gonna be an injury free season. I think what you know what they said there it is so important to be winning games. And I think that means that the wee niggly they, they do go away. Players want maybe want to play because they want to keep their jersey and they want to keep winning. It's a, it's a it's addictive, isn't it? Winning stuff. So it's um, I think it's just a, a shift we need. We need something to change for us, and, and then I think that luck will come with us, and that's going to come through winning games of football. Yeah, I mean, Craig, do you feel now that Michael Beale's obviously back as manager that the pre-season is going to be completely different from what it was last year in the sense that there's going to be a lot more, you know, physio as in working them hard rather than what Gio was doing. Do you think that'll benefit? I mean, it'll depend what players that, he, that he's going to take in, but I would imagine they'll, yeah. All, yeah. Eat, they'll all feed into his ideas, won't they? Yeah, I think so. And I think from what you said, what, what I like about what you said already is he's, he's met a good group of players that he wants to bring in for next season. So he's obviously one of the guys who's saying announce the players now. I think that will come next week or so. Um, at the boy Dow, I think Butland will probably be the first couple in, unless the Butland one's maybe falling through. I'm not sure, but um, but yeah, fitness. I think Michael Beale, you know, obviously was there, and and, and him and Gerard. That was, you know, you mentioned earlier on the uh, the cup uh, final against, uh, sorry, semi final against them last year, and uh, the final against Hearts. You know, we played a European final three days before, and we were out running Hearts an extra time, and I think that was more to do with the the, the groundwork that Gerard and Beale done. In the summer, you know, I know Van Bronckhorst was the manager, but, you know, it's a complete night and day. You think 12 months ago, we looked knackered at times now, and like 12 months ago, we were playing a European semi-final against Leipzig, and then, you know, um, no, that's not the right one, was it? Sorry, the Celtic, the one before the Celtic, was it Draga? Uh, before the Celtic semi-final, mm-hmm. uh, it was extra time, I'm sure. Uh, and then, as I say, the, the, the Frankfurt game, and then, you know, 
less than 72 hours later were you know, out running hearts to score a counter-attacking goal in the second half extra time. So, yeah, to answer your question, I think Michael Beale and, and, and the guys, well, well, that'll be a big emphasis. And I think he has, you know, alluded to that, kind of work rate and different things off the ball. So, j- just a final point as well, guys, if you don't mind. Somebody mentioned earlier on, and I'm kind of showing my age here, um, but they mentioned about, you know, Archie Knox and things like that. I remember... Um, going to see Rangers training. I was actually a dog in school <laughs> when, they, when they used to train uh, along from Knights of Secondary School. I don't know if you guys all know what I'm talking about, but used to sneak along there and see them training. And, you know, Ali was always late turning up and whatever. So I think it was slightly different, the reason that maybe injuries occurred back in the days. But, but yeah, you just obviously one of the calls mentioned, like, we've had that since Archie Knox. I think when you go back to the McLeish team, you know, in 2003, Barry Ferguson's going 20 goals in midfield. He'd never missed a game. And, you know, it was the same 11 pretty much every week. So I, th- I think, like um, you mentioned earlier, you know, it's definitely, in, I know I said it wasn't going to name names, you probably do know who I'm talking about, but definitely there's been guys that are not making themselves available for selection because of the way the seasons went, in my opinion. Obviously, I don't know that for a fact. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for next season because although I would admit there's, there's a bit of a difference, um, you know, and it's it's... It's, it's kind of hard to judge them on one-off games against them, but there's, there's not really been, been a lot. It's, it's been a lot of mistakes. I think we've gifted them like three or four goals in the last three games. So really excited for next season. But I think fitness is the main thing because that's what, what Dale and Gerrard are all about first time around. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your call. Much appreciated. Brilliant, Brilliant call. Call, again, call again. Good point. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Okay, take it easy. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, Mark, it's 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 going to be down to Michael Beale and his his staff to get the players primed and ready for the season, you know, in pre-season for, you know, 23-24 season. Um, it's It's been publicly said that, you know, they didn't like Gio's pre-season or his training. So hopefully with, with you know, with the new players and Michael Beale and the training staff, they'll be able to get that crucial pre-season work in and get them ready for the season, won't they? Yeah, I think this is probably a, a probably a nod towards why we had um why we've had so many so many injuries. I think I think that um the preparation um physically has not been good enough um pre-season. I think that like it's been it's been kind of well documented that um Gio done a lot of stuff with balls and stuff like that, whereas I think think that's that's all good, uh, especially if you're wanting to play a, a kind of a, a ball playing style of football and, and possession based and stuff like that. That's good, but I think that you need a base, and I think that a, a, a base fitness, and I think that that's something that I think Bill will will drum into these players. Um, I think he was obviously part of the part of the setup for preseason for. Um, for Gerard, and I think that that a lot of it probably was to do with him. I think there were a lot of his ideas and his sessions and stuff like that as well. So I would like to think. I know that obviously we're just surmising, but I would like to think that um, he's going to he's going to um, get these boys really really fit. I think that he looks to play a, a kind of high press and a kind of a, a, a quite an aggressive press the way he likes to play football. And I think that at the moment he's slightly frustrated as we are that I don't think the team are physically and capable of doing that. I think that I think that we've done it. If you if you look back at the 
the last Old Firm game, I think we've done it for like the, probably the first 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes maximum, and we looked a different team. Um, we looked decent. We looked as if we we could match Celtic and we looked as if we had them rattled. But I think physically we just couldn't sustain it. I think that that, that kind of dipped off and it dipped off. And, and that's why that's why um, we we ended up with problems. And I think that that's a that's a massive part of it. I think that that this base this base um, um, fitness is is something that I think that Bill will drum into these players. I think that moving forward, I'm hoping that that's going to be the case, and, and I'm hoping that that will help as as the uh, as the fitness increases. I think that hopefully the uh, the injuries will decrease. But as I say, that's that's just one man's opinion. From you. We've now got Curry on the phone. Yeah. Evening, Curry. How are you doing? Good evening. Are you well? No, I'm absolutely terrible. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, talk dirty to me. Oh, sorry. That This is the wrong number. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wrong pod. So, what have you made of all the weekend's news then? Uh, I I missed the last wee bit because I I had you on mute, so what were you talking about? uh, Well, obviously, Michael Beale came out and called out Morelos, saying that he didn't even make a dent in the performance when he came on. Um, You know, McCrory starting, so, I mean, there's there's lots to try and get through. I mean, is there any, have you any I would imagine you've got a strong opinion about some of these. Oh, you know me too well. You know me too well, mate. Well, uh, what you said right at the start, I think that leads me right into my thoughts on it. Uh, a lot of people are a bit used off, but Bill said about Morelos, it had to be said. It had to be said. Uh, that that was one up there with one of the most pathetic, disgusting performances I've ever seen for a Rangers player. And all the times that I've been watching Rangers, uh, there was zero effort. Uh, I'm trying to know swear or shout, but nah. Bill was right. But this leads me into my question. I'm starting to get worried about Bill's decisions. Now, Bill's knew he's been leaving, and he's obviously known for a while. The same as we've all been saying it anyway. Why did he play him? We know what Alfie's like. Alfie's for Alfie. Alfie's not for Rangers. Alfie's for himself. He's always been like that. Now, we've all praised Alfie. He's gave us some fantastic nights, some fantastic goals. We've held him when he's all the goals in Europe, getting us through to the latter stages. We defended him when the media were on his back all the time. We defended him when that filth were giving him racial abuse and we stopped by him. Through all the red cards that he got and the silly mistakes he was doing and his petulance, we stuck by him. And now it comes to this point where he just played the most disgusting game in his life. And I think Bill was right saying that. But Bill's decisions are really, really worrying me. Now, I'll back him for next season, but there's been one too many 
bad mistakes being made or bad decisions being made on subs and I'm I don't know about you guys are, are, are you seeing this am I am I just making this up myself or are you seeing this and all a, wee, a, a few worrying signs Wolf Is there, are you seeing any worrying signs from Michael Beale and his tactics Um. Yes. Yes, and no. Yes, some of his his things that um, some of the decisions he makes aren't great. Um, my biggest problem with substitutions is he doesn't seem to change anything. He he generally changes like for like, so he's making substitutions because the game's not going well, and he's taking off. He's not changing the system. He's just taking off one player and basically putting a similar player in the same position. So he's not really changing anything. Um, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm, a wee bit, I'm, I'm more than a wee bit annoyed that Morelos was in the squad on Sunday, let alone that he brought him on. But it might have been necessity because we don't have a striker, so I'll give him a pass on that. But yeah, some of the substitutions are very strange. I mean, the, the making four, four subs at once as well is a bit, a bit odd. I mean, on Sunday, to go back to yesterday, the one that amazed me was we scored, and I know he's making the substitutions before we scored, he left Todd Cantwell on. Now, Todd Cantwell was on a yellow card, and the way he's playing, he was, he was, there was a chance coming. We've, like, we've got a big game. It's a game that, yeah, it's a dead rubber, but it matters because it's against them. Yeah. Game. So there was a second yellow card. Because you know, you know, because a player and what officials can be like. So I was, although he was playing well, I was amazed that he didn't take him off substitutions. I would have thought he maybe I kept one in the background just, well, maybe with so up against it. Kind of just. Just to save him for next week, save him from himself, because he can do it, you know. So some of his decisions are a bit odd, but the biggest one for me is the fact that he doesn't make substitutions to change the game. He brings, for example, he brings, he he, he takes off Matondo, puts on Scott Wright. You're taking off the same, you're taking off one player, putting the same player on, you know. That's that sort of thing. That that bothers me because it doesn't change anything. If the game's not going well with the system you're playing, keeping the same system isn't good, is it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Curry, it's it seems it seems to be that everybody's starting to is, think this think what you're saying. But I mean, is it a case of that Michael Beale is pretty much working with what he's got, and you know, there's there's not really this season was pretty much a write off when he came in. The the week Wesley and the cups weren't they a write off when he came in? We we had players underperforming. The fitness was absolutely shocking. Uh, I need to do my usual. I need to disagree with we Robert. Um, so, so, I'm sorry, Robert, but I need to have a dig at me. It, it's no unlucky. The injuries we're getting, it's negligence. There is zero. There, there's no way that we should have as many injuries in one season from so many players and for such an extended time. That's just uh, that that doesn't wash with me. Uh, have we seen improvements tactically wise? I definitely. Uh, we build, that's the one thing I will say. We look up a mere exciting side. Uh, we, we have been winning the majority of the games, but it's games we should be winning. We shouldn't be having any bother against the, the lesser teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wish I knew was was going through Bill's mind now on the players that are that are here and the ones that are leaving and who he's going to bring in. 
He's brought in two fantastic players in Raskin and Cantmill. If we can bring in another five or six of them, <laughs> Christ, I wish we could bring in eight. Uh, but if we can bring in players of that standard, next season will look a lot brighter than it has the now. As I said, I'm going to back Bill next season. I've no through the towel on yet on Bill. Uh, there's a lot of people out there saying, "Oh, he should be gone." That's just. I'm sorry. I know it's a, a lot, but the guys that I know from my own pod and from from on chats and that, but that 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 is nonsense. We we need to give him the time and let him see what's happening. And could I also say, can we please buy Wolf some Morse code machines or semaphore flags through his internet? Aye, I think that's absolutely. Uh, Curry, thank you very much, as usual. Much appreciated. Right, take and it easy, guys. Have easy a good one. Well. All the best, Curry. So, yeah, it's, you know, there's Mark, there's a lot of fans now are starting to either agree or disagree, but, you know, it's a case of now that everybody's pretty much seeing you're either for it or you're not, you know, with, the, with Morelos. It was very much split down the middle before, but I think the the, the pendulum swinging towards, you know, a lot of people have just had enough of him and they don't want to see him again. I think the I think I would say ninety five percent of people have had enough of him. I think I think probably ninety five percent have had enough of him. Probably six or seven, eight weeks ago. Um, he's just. I think he's he's he's. He's starting to damage his his legacy here, and and it's 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 a shame. Like Wolf says, probably in two or three years' time, we'll be think more fondly of him at the moment. But he's just frustrated the life of us this season, especially when we've when we've really really needed a striker. We've struggled all season, and and we've 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 been desperate for for two thousand and nineteen Alfie. Um, and it's been a hard, hard watch. Um, as, as I said, I, I don't want to. I don't want to slag him off because, do you know what? Looking positively at it, he's been the best. What million, one point two million we've spent in a long, long time. Um, all right, he's been here six years. We've maybe had, say, four good years of him, really good years of him, to the point where he's been a cult figure for us. Um. And in this day and age, and where our club are at at the minute, we've no really got, or no had cult figures for the last probably ten year, fifteen year ish. Um, so for me, that's big. Um, he'll go with my best wishes. I think that he's let himself down this season, and I think, I mean, we've backed him like uh, like Curry said there. We've backed him at the hilt, um, and he's no really repaid us for that. I don't think. I think, as I said. Last season, at the very, very least, he's been he's been very poor. He's been a shell. It's as if they've they've swapped him out with his uh, no very good twin brother that's a little bit heavier than him. So, as I said, it's time for time for him to go. I think that personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't um, I wouldn't kick I wouldn't let him kick a ball again. You're on mute, mate. Yeah, William is waiting. William, how are you doing? And good evening, folks. I'll just jump right into this. Okay. The problem we've got is that when Gio inherited an extremely fat squad, 
And from the day he took over, he started running the team into the ground. When I sat in the main stand, I could see for a calendar month that Alfredo Morelos, he was pulling up, he was holding the back of his leg, and he was signalling to the bench to say, I can't go on, and they wouldn't take him off. And we all know that it culminated in him being used twice at Dens Park when we were playing the worst team in the league and obviously the worst Premier League team in the Cup. And he still started them in both games. Because he didn't say he was injured, which he obviously was carrying an injury, you have to go on international duty and he comes back broken. But I don't want to... I want to move on and mention that the game where Bill came up where the board were obviously apologising to him, the Aberdeen game. Cholak started that game and he got he was injured in the first half early on and he was limping and he wasn't subbed until the 70th minute. And then we can see what's happened to him. I'll go back to Alfie. So Alfie obviously ended up out injured and he missed the biggest games of his career. He will never have the chance to play in a semi-final or a European final or even maybe even a, a cup final. He missed all those games. And I think that's where maybe the love affair sort of broke down for him. And that Gio misused him. And then it was interesting, Brian and Wilfer made some great points tonight. But Brian mentioned the Hibs game where we broke, we were down a man. And Gio, in his wisdom, decided to bring on an unfit Alfredo Morelos rather than bringing on somebody who can run at 100 miles an hour because he had Sakalo on the bench, but we all know that he didn't like him or didn't fancy him. So he brought on an unfit Alfredo and he gets a red card. Anyway, I'll, I'll try to move on from that. Tom Lawrence was rushed back into full training. You've all heard about that. And then the next thing we know, oh, he's out again. And now he's going to be out for what? It looks like a calendar year. And that's under Geo. The the squad has been absolutely wrecked. We've had people being given injections, like John Lundstrom was receiving injections and playing through the pain barrier. Michael Beale alluded to it just the other week. They were asking him about injuries and he said, it wasn't like this when I was here before and I can't believe what has happened in the time that I've been away. And he had only been away, you know, whatever it was, you know, a year and a half. And suddenly he's back and his whole team's, the team's falling apart. So um, we've got to try and move on for the Alfie thing because we've got to try to look at it from his perspective that he's missed the biggest games of his career. And the Rangers fans love him and have loved him, but we need to stop doing this thing because we, we have been dumped by him. You know, it's this thing where it's a relationship that's broke down and he had checked out a long time ago and you all know that now, you can see it. And what will probably end up happening is he'll go off with somebody nice, somebody new and he'll lose weight and all that. You know what I mean? A bit like, you know, anyway, I'm alluding to things that may, other people may have had happened to them in their lives. As in, because it is like a relationship for Rangers fans with the players, as in they absolutely adore the players. And we need to try to move away from that and realise that we should have sold Alfredo Morelos when we had a serious offer of 
approximately 16 million, whatever it was, that he should have gone then. There should have been none of this. Oh, we better keep we better keep him. The fans will go mad if he leaves. And look what's happening now. He's leaving under a cloud. Anyway, look, I think that's most of my the points that I wanted to make. That I think there's two sides to the story, and that we shouldn't. We should try to kind of like sometimes the least said, least said, soonest mended with Alfie, and we probably should try to see it for his perspective. And we need to have a good talk about Geo again. And the team won't be right for some considerable time, which it was nice to hear Curry mentioned a few things and everybody saying that. I think Brian said that we have to wait, and Wolf said it as well, we have to wait till Beal has a fit team and picking from his own players and see how it goes then. It's it's wrong to judge right now. Right, that's me. I'm done. But absolutely brilliant points, William. It was um, uh, comments are flying in saying how good it was. Um, marvelous. I was trying to take it all in. It's you know a lot of good points. Robert, try and make pick the bones out of that if you can. Then oh, I need to lie down. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was uh, no, it was really good, William. It makes it, like, like you've obviously done your homework and you take a lot of stuff in when you're watching the games and that's what we it, it was interesting. You should think maybe you should be in the the medical team. Um, but no, certainly. I, I mean, slightly. I get what you're saying in terms of the empathy for for, for Alfredo Morelos, and obviously he did miss out in, in these games. And as you say, he could have been helped by his manager at that point. I, I definitely hear what you're saying there, but at the same time, I don't think he's helped himself at, at, at times. Um, you know, he's been let off on numerous occasions with with, with stuff not coming back for here and, and turning up overweight there, and and I think. It's wrong for us to say oh, we should maybe give him a wee cuddle and say, Are you all right, son? You missed it at the European final. No, I, I think he, he's got to, he'll not realise until five, six, seven, ten years down the line that he was never going to get any better than what he's got at the minute. And I think he's maybe, he gave up too soon in Rangers. As you say, maybe we should have cashed in on him. I agree with that. We should have took the money. We've, we've been far too sentimental with players since we've, since Stephen Gerrard came in. We should have cashed in on a lot of players. Uh, there's a list Kamara, Barisic. Get them in, get them with their prime, ship them out, get another one. Because better players have left Rangers and we've, we've moved on as well. So players come and go, that's the whole thing. A bit, a bit more than football, but football in general. So I just think, um, well, Fredo, it's a, it's a sad end, really. But um, no, some great points on the injuries. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll know in time if if that is a, an issue when Michael Beale does get his teeth into it and gets a pre-season under his belt. Absolutely. Mm. Well, William, thanks for your call. It was a really good point. Oh, uh, again, William. Well, again. Thought out. And can I, can I we'll just hear from you again, again soon. All right. So, I think we've got time for one more call, maybe. Um, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, Mark, that was... <laughs> I was Again, as Robert said, you have to, have to take a lie down after listening to that. I mean, it was... All thought, all well thought out points, and you know, you know, it was pretty much nail on the head, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, hundred percent. I think uh, uh, the man spoke a lot of sense, which uh, probably not a lot. That's not said a lot about some of us on here, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think he, I think he's right. I think that obviously, from my point of view, just to add on it, I think that I think that under Geo, when Geo took over, I think we were we were. We had peaked 
and I think that it was time to refresh then. I think it was time to um, bring players in and freshen up the squad. And I think that would would started coming down the way. And I think that the fact, I don't know whether it was they never gave him money or we're never probably going to get to the bottom of it, but um, I don't think once that slide, and I, I mentioned it before, once the slide starts, it's very, very hard to stop it. It's almost like a runaway train. Um, it's... Uh, it's 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 hard to put your finger on it. What was the problem? But you could see it. You could see it unfolding for the full season. Um, we just gradually get worse and worse and worse and worse. And let's face it. And 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 let's hit the nail on it. Let's call a spade a spade. Hit the nail on the head. All these all these things. Um, this was a, this was the same team and the same players that got Gio the sack. So. And I've said it before, it's the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. These players are the players that weren't good enough. They were good enough under Gerard, but they peaked with Gerard. And and I don't know whether maybe maybe Gerard's cleverer than than we give him uh, we, we we give him uh, credit for that he's maybe seen that and went, Do you know what? If they're not going to give me money, I'm out of here. But that's hindsight. But as I said, we seen it as 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 fans, we seen the decline. And as I said, it was like a runaway train. The um and Gio must have seen it as well, to be to be perfectly honest. But I think Gio never had the had the personality to kind of almost fight back and, and say to the board, This is what I need. I think it was it was too placid. And probably between that and the way the players were, were uh, playing, that cost him his job. I think that anybody asking for Bill's head or saying Bill's no get this or no get that, for me, only thing that Bill's done since he came in was try and do the best with what he had. And the bright spark is he had a chance to bring in two players and they two players are a massive positive. So for me, that gives me hope looking towards next season. Um, if uh, Even Curry said it. If he can bring another few players in of that ilk, then I think we'll be in a very good place. Um, but We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. As I said, I'm I'm looking forward rather than back. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited from that point of view. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I suppose we will finish on a positive. Uh, Wolf, Todd Campbell yesterday, another good performance, a, a marvelous goal. He's, I I I liked. Although he got booked, I actually I I was quite pleased to see that aggression and that sort of standing up, for, you know, and sticking up for himself. I don't think we've had enough of them and the, the, that type of player on the team. Um, for me, he's been the sort of only shining bright this sort of season, hasn't he? Mute. So the, the, the sticking up for himself is not what we expected from Todd Cat. Why didn't he? I mean, it's that he does stick up for himself. Um, fantastic, fantastic goal. I mean, I when they announced him as man of the match, I commented that the Todd Cantwell player of the match is Todd Cantwell because he's winning it every week, and he's justifiable winning it every week. And if if Todd Cantwell or Nicola Raskin, who are the only players that Michael Beals brought in, are are the standard for what he's bringing in, like Mark, I'm encouraged for now because if that's the standard the player we're bringing in, then I'm more than more than happy with that. 
and the boss is back. Yeah, it's just a very quick one. Um, there's been a few people messaging, and I think Curry's just asked in the comments about the live podcast that we're doing on Friday the 19th of May at Lounge 72 in Uddingston. Um, there is, the last time I checked, 14 tickets left. Um, if you've been watching for a while, uh, this stream, then refresh, and the link for tickets will be in the description. But there is only about, I think, 13, 14 tickets left if you want to come along to the live podcast on the 19th of May um, at Lounge 72. And I just want to respond to this quickly. Martin, we hardly ever hear you on the panel now. I miss you. I miss you all as well. Um, but I'm in the background dealing with stuff, shouting at Brian, um, leaving the guys notes. I'm doing all the work in the background. I'm going to teach somebody how to do it, and then I'll be back, um, hopefully soon. But yeah, 19th of May at Lounge 72, 7.45 kickoff for the live podcast. And the, the link for tickets in the description. If you went to the description and they're not there, refresh and they will pop up. Um, I'll leave you to it, Brian. Make sure you come off mute, please. Yes, I have. <laughs> but yeah, uh, following on, Wolf, I mean, you know, carry on. Yeah, I mean, I think, as you say, Cal Catwell's been probably the shining the light, shining the minge. Um, Nicola asking him the thing that I'm a bit concerned about him because he hasn't lasted 80 minutes yet, he gets taken off in every game. That's a wee bit concerning, but that could be down to the fact he needs a preseason. So hopefully, he gets a preseason and that'll sort him out. Um, I'd like to think to pick up what Robert said earlier that the manager was lined to come in because the way he's speaking a couple of 10 days ago, or whatever he said, two players will be in for the start of preseason. To me, that means they're already signed pre contracts with some preliminary. Because how can he be definitely sure they're coming in if he doesn't know they've signed a contract? For me, uh, there could be various reasons why they haven't signed them. Maybe they're, they're obviously they'll be at another club and the, the other club might be involved in promotion, relegation, whatever. And they just don't want to, you know, don't want to make it public. Um, there's going to be a massive clear out. But as I say, the standard bringing in is the same as the two he's brought in so far. Then, then the future is bright. But I mean that that last call from William just hit hit the nail on the head. I mean it's can't disagree with a single. Thing that he said when you think about it that way and you break it down like that, you know, it, it, a lot of the players have come back. You can see because they're coming back for a couple of games and breaking down, you know, and it's players normal, aren't normally injured. I mean, some, I mean the other thing that, that I, wonder, I wonder about is the diagnostics of the injuries because we've got players and they're good, they're, it's a slight knock in days, then they've had a scan and four, five, six months, you know, so. They need to get that right. They need to get the diagnosis of the problem right as well. So they know what they're dealing with. You know what I mean? It's it just, it, I've never seen it. I mean, Michael Beale said, Nicky Lennon's never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. Football players get injured, but they don't all get injured at the same time. And it's all different injuries. I mean, if you think back to the start of last season, and we don't like comparing this to that other mob, but they were popping things all over the place. They were playing, you know, high intensity, running about, and the, the hamstrings were going every week. We're not getting that. We're having loads of different injuries. So it's not one specific problem. So that that needs addressed. And whatever the medical department is going to look like, we need to know. We need to know, is it an agency that's doing it? Have we actually got a club doctor? Because we've always known the name. I mean, even going back to when I was a kid, it was Doc, Doc Cruikshank was a club doctor for, for many years. Nobody knew anything about him, but they knew his name. You knew who he was because you saw him sitting on the bench and that's who he was. These days, 
It's a lot more public. We had Mark Waller. Has he ever been replaced? If he's been replaced, who's he been replaced by? What's the credential? We need to know things like that. We know what we're dealing with. You know, but the, the injury very worrying. But as, as William said, and the way that he put it, put it by year, 18 months, come to the end. I mean, the Lawrence one's really, really, really worrying. I mean, he was originally out for a couple of months. We haven't seen him for a year. You know what I mean? It's like, just, it just really, really frustrates me. Um, and before, before I stop talking and before my internet drops out again, first of all, I hope you've enjoyed the tour of my house. I'm now standing in my kitchen. Hopefully it's, <laughs> the Wi-Fi is working at the router. Um, and I'd also like to say hello to a, a young fellow that was sitting behind me yesterday uh, using my mate's season, using a, the season tickets to the guy that sits behind me. He's an avid watcher of the pod. I told him before him, but he's too shy. He didn't even speak yesterday at the game. So young, young Zaki, I said I'd give him a shout out tonight. So um, my mate messaged me through the weeks like this, this year to meet you. I don't know why he wants to meet me, but I mean you boys are a lot a lot more a lot more knowledgeable and a lot more handsome except for Brian, obviously. Um than me. So Zaki, I tell you give you a shout out so you know, that's me. I'll stop talking now just before this internet decides it's gonna collapse on me again. <laughs> well folks that's just about it. Um I'd like to thank Robert, Mark and Will for joining me tonight. It's been uh, eventful phone in as usual lots of great points, lots of great callers uh, to mention as well that this is sponsored by Let Me Repair UK uh, any electricals, phone laptops, anything anything like that, get it to these guys and they will fix it for you so as Martin says, we've got the live Did pod they do Wi-Fi? well, uh, they maybe do Wolf, I don't know, but maybe <laughs> worth dropping in, it's maybe worth dropping in um, as Martin said, as Martin said, we've got the live pod on the 19th. He reckons there's just over a dozen tickets left. So if you want to come along at the Lounge 72 in Unston, get in the description below and get your tickets and you can come and enjoy a live show. So again, thanks to all the people in the chat. Thanks to the guys here and Martin for doing the phone-in. And we shall see you very, very soon. Podcast Network.